Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast in which we dig in deep to analyze the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe one minute at a time. I'm Andy Nelson from thenextreel.com. We are, of course, looking at John Favreau's 2008 film Iron Man. Back with me today is uh, Jonathan and Chris from the Minute Impossible podcast. Hey, guys. Hey, how you doing? On today's show, we are looking at Minute 52 of Iron Man. The minute starts with Pepper losing to Tony's game of operation, <laughs> and it ends with Tony letting Pepper know that he doesn't have anyone else. Oh, oh. poor Tony. It continues the cute scene. Uh, la- I think yesterday I called it meat cute. I meant to spell it M-E-A-T. It's a meat cute because <laughs> she's in up in his meat right now, ah. pulling stuff out and putting stuff in. Ah. This minute is uh, definitely hardcore as we get She's pulling this this wire out, and then she's yanking this giant magnet out, which uh, obviously is a problem for him. This is a really uh, great minute. This, just a lot of <laughs> a lot of tension around this this everything going on in uh, Tony's chest here. You know what? Yesterday we were talking about the energy from the reactor powering the electromagnet. And I have decided the reason why he didn't go into cardiac arrest before she pulled it out was because magnets still work. You don't have to be an electromagnet to be a magnet. It's still magnetized. So it was doing its job at least to a degree until she yanked it. Yeah. And she pulls it out. And and, and the cardiac arrest, I guess, it's it's just caused by the fact that he's, uh, you know, I mean, he needs that magnet in his chest as we know, to keep the shrapnel pieces from penetrating his heart. That's what's keeping him alive. And so by pulling the magnet out, all of a sudden that is, I I guess the shrapnel is just fast-moving shrapnel, and it instantly starts moving for his heart again. That's weird, right? Uh, Why would the shrapnel be moving, you'd think? But I guess it it works its way through your body. I'm sure it's whatever it is is painful. Yeah, it must be because remember he didn't he say he's the Walking Dead like this is something that's just like little minuscule tiny yeah yeah it's so small that Yinsen couldn't mo- put, remove them but it is weird because it, it, you know you'd think that if there's a strong enough magnet in his chest and this is all movie logic so you know <laughs> you know but you know when you're analyzing it minute by minute these are the sorts of conversations you have when you have a magnet in your chest you'd assume that the magnet if it's strong enough is just going to pull it all out and eventually yeah, right. given time all of that shrapnel would be stuck to the magnet and he wouldn't have any in his chest. Like what happens in Iron Man 3. Right. And then he just has a great big hole in his chest. And then they have that thing and the stuff just kind of flies out and hits the mirror. Yeah, at the end. Yeah. Like at the end of the movie, it is basically they've taken all the stuff out. Right, right. And I'm like, well, I guess magnet technology's changed in the past eight years. (laughs) It's gotten much better. But yeah, now he's got that big hole in the chest. Yeah, it's it is a it is such a strange hole. I, I just I'm always fascinated by this giant hole that he has. Well, you found your title for the episode. It's <laughs> a strange hole. Such a strange, a strange hole. hole. It's a um you know a great moment when she does yank that magnet out, and I love that she just kind of keeps pulling. You know, she's just kind of she shocks him, and then she instantly just kind of keeps pulling that wire as he's talking. <laughs> and he's, <laughs> It's, it's just such a great reaction that he has because obviously all the alarms start going off. Everything is signaling on the monitor behind that, you know, he's probably, you know, that's probably the signal for the cardiac arrest. <laughs> and then my favorite line, which I don't think I ever actually heard or at least absorbed. He's like, I'm just going into cardiac arrest because you yanked it out like a trout lure. <laughs> <laughs> and, and also, I wonder if they practiced it or if John Favreau just went to her and said, Look, he's going to do something, and it's funnier if you just react 
maybe they didn't tell her that all the beeps and stuff was going to happen and that he was going to be like, ah, ah, ah. you know, and they were like, just pull on the cord. Like when he, when he says, pull this thing out, just pull it all the way out. Yeah. Cause it's so, it seems so real as real as it can be. It seems so real between them, genuine between them when he's like, Hey, when you pull that out, make sure you don't pull out the part. Right. that's." <laughs> <laughs> and that's something else that I love about this is, is they allow these two to have overlapping dialogue. And I know it's, it's something that you see more often, but back in the old days, they didn't want any actor to kind of overlap with their dialogue because it made it harder if they had to go in and do ADR and all that sort of thing. These two are clearly just talking over each other through the whole thing. And it works. It just is. It works so nicely. They they have yeah. such great rapport and chemistry that it, it would feel almost stilted if they did that. Yeah, certainly. I mean, I mean, it's one of those things that, that you know, like Robert Altman used to always. I mean, I remember Robert Altman always got criticized for his overlapping dialogue, but it became his signature. And, and now, you know, it's very right. rare that you yeah. see a movie where they're not overlapping dialogue because it does seem stilted now with all these films. When they're just talk, 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 and you know it doesn't seem right. That's like when Bruce Lee's fighting, and like there's 20 people around him, and one person attacks him at a time. <laughs> you know, it feels that that's the sort of way it feels. It's like why why aren't they all attacking him right. at once? You know, <laughs> <laughs> but that's always what it what it makes me think of when somebody's like reading a line, and then they wait for the next person to read it. It just doesn't feel natural to me. I love their their chemistry in this scene and the way that they're talking, like like you said, like real people would in this situation. You know, freaking out, feeling very you know, nervous about it and not sure and afraid they're going to kill their boss, you know? So I think it plays really well. Yeah. This seems like a terrible job, <laughs> right? <laughs> Being Tony's assistant. Yeah. She must get paid a lot. We've seen her do some real awful things so far in this movie, you know, at this point, you know, and not awful, like in a bad way, but it's like, like assistants have to do this stuff. And you're like, Ugh. doesn't he have other people for those things? <laughs> but he doesn't trust them. He doesn't. He has he has that, and he has Dunce, and he has uh, the other one, the robot arms. Uh, yeah, du- Dummy and Dumb You, right? Yeah, and and Happy, and and Happy, right? But Happy, happy. Happy's just the driver, though. Yeah, exactly. And so she's the only person who's around. Like, and we were talking about this in earlier minutes because we were wondering if there were any other. Like, does he have a maid? Is there a butler? Is there anyone in the <laughs> house, or is it just Pepper? Yeah, it's Jarvis. Who's well, and Jarvis. But like somebody that you know, there's an earlier minute when the reporter Christine wakes up in the bed, and there's like a, a bottle of champagne on the table next to her that wasn't there the night before. And we're like, I can't imagine Pepper is running around, like, leaving these bottles of champagne in places. There must be somebody else. I just, I have to think that because I can't imagine Pepper's doing all of this work. <laughs> but who knows? Maybe she is. <laughs> yeah. I assume he, no, he's the, he's kind of the um, Lothario. So I think he's the one that put it out. Because remember, he doesn't sleep much. That's no. true. We learn in three that he pretty much gets up early and works on you know what i mean he like you know he gets up when he has an idea well even in this yeah even in this one yeah he's he's up and we're running around yeah because because she wakes up at like uh seven in the morning or whatever it is and he's already downstairs in the workshop working on his car so he is very howard hughes because at some point i don't know if they do it in this one or any of the other ones but i know in avengers the last avengers are one of them he doesn't like to have things given to him or touched so he she's like i'll take it because he doesn't like that's the third one the third one yeah well, it's, it's through all the movies, yeah. but it's in the third one that he does that a couple times yeah. where he has to remember he goes to pick up stuff and he keeps having Pepper. Oh, he does it in the second one, too. Yeah, he does it in the second one. You're right. It is the first Avengers movie. Though. Yeah. Second. Yeah. Second one. No. No. no first. 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 Yeah, Sorry. First I'm, 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 I'll get there. Because <laughs> Coulson's there. trying to give him something and she gives it to Pepper instead. Right. Yeah, that's what it was. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, yep. he's 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 kind of Howard Hughesy, so I imagine he doesn't have a lot of people around his house, and so Pepper probably does do most of that. She stuff. may be. Yeah. Yeah, she might. It is clean. It is very clean. Yeah, it's very clean. Yeah. Maybe he has robots that clean it up too. You know. I assume there's a bunch of Roombas. Yeah. Roombas and Bravas sweeping around. Like a lot of Roombas. Like a lot. <laughs> He's got other dummies that, uh, like cleaning dummies. Yeah. And ones that, like, are magnetic that, like, adhere to the wall so they can, like, get near stuff, like, you know, closer to other things. I mean, his whole house is made out of, like, concrete. So, yeah, the, it should be theoretically easy to just kind of, I mean, you could almost yeah. just spray it down and just let the water drain out and it's clean. Oh, that's what he does. At the top, there's a, it, it fills with water every two days. And then drains, and then dries, <laughs> and that's his house. His house is one of those, uh, one of the one of those. Who who's it, who's it? Dyson that makes those cool hand dryers. It's basically, his house is by Dyson. He has to go in his house, and like there's just wind blowing torrentially because he's trying to trying to dry. It's like uh, it's like Marty McFly's jacket from Back to the Future Three. Two, <laughs> two. It's one of those houses you don't want to uh, have uh, accidentally go off, like when you're having a dinner party. Yeah. House cleaning <laughs> initiated. No, no, no. Cancel. Speaking of cleaning, this whole scene is done very cleanly. Uh, I mean, we're looking at three shots for this whole thing. It's very simple, three camera angles. And I think not only does that help the actors play the scene, but I think in the context of the effects work, it actually enhances the believability of, of what they're doing here, the way that she's digging around in there. I, I like that they kept it so simple with the way that they uh, uh, shot this scene. And you notice they did a lighting effect where they have like a, um, you know, dentist operating yep. room light on his chest. So that way that also covers any imperfections between the because I can see it from the side in HD. You can see that it's a fake chest only when you see it from the side because you can see his real skin up against it. But with the light on yeah. it, you can't tell. It looks basically right and the way that it moves because obviously he's under it so when he's breathing it makes it look like it's breathing right but all of that actually and ends up working really nicely i think they added something because at second 48 if you look at his stomach his stomach also yeah. breathes like it moves like you would like when you undulate because when you breathe through your chest your stomach right. kind of ripples a little i wonder if there's a dude underneath pushing or something or they put in a pneumatic thing like a electronic probably electronic thing that like kind of just kind of a little bladder of air and they just kind of have something. Cause if you watch if when he moves his yeah. chest, it does move and that can't be him doing it. Cause he's like 45 degrees at a different angle. I think it's all right on top of him. Like, I think <laughs> it's, I mean, obviously there's that depth that there is. So it's probably what six inches, but I think it's all padded. So when he moves, it moves. Yeah. There's some, I'm just wondering yeah. if he's standing up straight though. And this suit go is the thing that's lying down because it seems like where his shoulders are, he's not at a he's not standing up completely straight, but he's at a, like an angle, but a l lesser angle than the rest of the body, the fake body. Yeah, because the body looks like it's at like, I don't know, let's go yeah. with 45 degrees. It's at 45 degrees and he's probably at like 30 degrees. And so, yeah, that gives you that six to eight inches difference between his chest and yeah, the right, fake right. chest. Again, you can only see it at like second 55 when he's looking to his left, you can see his shoulders and it it does look fake. But again, this is a you're not looking at that at that point. You're looking at her face. You're not paying attention to those little details. Yeah. So it's well played. Right. Well, yeah. well played. Yeah, definitely. 
How sterile do you think it is down there? Do you think because he has all this robotic stuff in his body, he has a different level of sterilization that he needs? Do you think he's more like an engine? I had that note, too, because he has her come in because uh, she's got small hands. He looks at her hands. He doesn't even have her remove her ring or wash her hands or anything. He just has her just dive right in there. And I was like, shouldn't she sterilize first? Because I assume it's all sterile. Goo. It's goo, right? It's, it's yeah. just a bunch of goo. And right. It's not like his no, no, his heart's not. not in there. In this right, in this metal right. can, right? No. Yes, his heart's right, behind exactly. it. It's it, you're right. There's there's like it goes. It, yeah. My from what I've seen of like schematics of this, it kind of tapers at the very bottom, not quite like conical, but it, at the bottom it kind of ends and it has a little flat area which is it's plugging into, and obviously that's where the the wire right. is uh, sticking out that she pulls out with the magnet which was resting on the bottom. So she's not technically contaminating anything i guess i mean even if she gets germs in it it shouldn't really affect anything because it's all kind of a self-contained unit and how does the new one work she's she's got the mark two she's sticking it in his body and it looks like it's got three cords and she's going to attach it to where the magnet was and he kind of has a ah, shock and then she adds it in what happened to the magnet part where is that now guess uh, about that is that i mean since obviously they're taking that magnet out i'm assuming that this new one that he's designed has a magnet built into it so it doesn't have to be two separate like into the wire that she into the wire part into or the into body the of the part. actual rt device into the, okay yeah the body yeah that's what i thought oh too. so oh when she was pulling that out it was just something they had to like kind of put together to attach Correct. to it like they literally stuck a piece of long yeah. piece of wire right. attached to a big thing and then put the right. RT on top of it and that yeah. powered it somehow. And now it's right. all just one yeah. chassis. Okay. Right. Again, I'm good with it. I'm easy to please. Now, of course, later that brings up the question later when he has to put in that old one again. Like, how does he oh, do yeah. that? Does he still have that little? Right. You know? He does have to put the old <laughs> one back in. That will be interesting to look at again because uh, yeah. uh, when I get to that point, because he won't have that magnet. Yeah. He'll just have to throw that in. So I guess we'll see. Maybe he just has to eat like a ton yeah. of magnets. He just, he just, <laughs> he's just like, ah, he just eats like six magnets. He's like, oh, it's, oh, it's going to hurt. But then he puts in the thing. It's like, ah, it's all working. I'm going to have to look at that when I get to that minute, which will be, I don't know, another uh, 30 episodes from now or so to see exactly how that works and what, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm trying to remember even just now, like exactly how that plays out. They don't tell us. Yeah. yeah, he just puts it in. It's movie magic. No, we didn't see him put it in. They don't show any of that. Yeah. Yeah, no, he doesn't. He Obviously, he didn't keep that other yeah. magnet. I mean, he wasn't planning on keeping any of this. As far as he was concerned, he said incinerate it and get rid of it. You know, no. He doesn't want any of this. So I, I guess that's not good forethought on, on his part. I do love <laughs> halfway through this minute that she stops while he's in cardiac arrest and talks to him. <laughs> right. And talks to him and tells him he's going to be okay and everything's going to be all right. And it's just like. Of all the times. <laughs> right. And that I love and that. that to me is a little John Favreau comedy bit again. You know, he he has that and it also pairs nicely with the previous minute where he kind of stops her because she's too freaked out to go ahead and she's like, you know what, you're the most trustworthy person I know. And I feel like this is kind of her answer to that, but it's just done at the worst possible time. And it ends up playing for comedy, I think, quite nicely. <laughs> <laughs> and I also love Dumb too with his little suction. His little dentist suction yeah, right. thing. What's he doing it, there? It, it, at like 
36. He's like waiting. I guess he was there to get the discharge of plasma. Yeah, although he never does anything. He's just, it's always up high. Like even they never pull it down ever. It's always just I, initially when I first saw him, like maybe he's the light, but it's not. It's it's like a suction tube that never gets used. It, it does look like he is the light, though. It's kind of weird. It looks like he's holding like a little like a little pen light or something. <laughs> That's what it looks like he's holding. Is it moving? When, here, I'm a little no, he's just holding it. The light doesn't move from like 30. When when he's moving, the light isn't. So I, I'm pretty sure that it's not the light. Oh, gotcha. I hope it's a little suction thing, like a dentist thing you stick in yeah. your mouth. Because that's 100 times better. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it never gets used. I wonder if they shot that. I wonder if it had a noise. Like a... And they like stuck it on his... Like had it like come down too close to his forehead and like suck on his forehead. And he'd just like, oh my God, get away from me. A couple minutes ago, when, when we first come into the scene, you do hear a suction sound coming from it though. So um, it just like a very brief little suction sound. So that made me think that it's a suction or an air hose. That's actually what we determined it was. Is it blowing air to try to keep the area dry? That's oh, that's what blowing we air, not sucking. Oh, so it's like a like. Oh, so again, he's like an engine. Yes. It's just blowing things out of the way, like dust and correct particulates. Right. Okay. Yeah. What's funny is, you know, it looks it looks like it's supposed to be the light, though, which it's, is right. Right. Funny because it's it's placed right about where the light would be. Correct. On yeah. him. So I don't I don't know. And then the light disappears at some point as well. So, yeah, not in this minute. So we'll have to we'll have to keep our eyes on that in the next minute and see. Not in this minute. Yeah. See where dummy. Yeah. See what dummy two talking about. Exactly. The script here, it's a strange conversation the way the script goes. It has comedy. You can see that the writers were kind of playing with it. But again, the script didn't end up feeling as funny or as natural as kind of what these two ended up having. It's this whole bit here. I'll just I'll read it real quick. Tony, listen, I'm going to lift off the old chest piece. Pepper, won't that make you die? Tony, not immediately. When I lift it off, I need you to reach into the socket as far as your hand can fit and gently move the housing away from my heart. Do you know which direction that is? Pepper, to the right. Tony, to my right, your left. Pepper, to the left. Tony, right. Pepper, left. Tony, right, left. <clears throat> and then she reaches in to do the whole thing. That's a little too slapsticky, <laughs> I think. Yeah, I'm like, God, this is, this is what they were going to go with. It's It's... Kind of just this, it is really slapstick. It just was so silly. And yeah, I'm glad that they did not perform this as scripted because <laughs> it just doesn't work. We've had that happen in our movie in Mission yeah. Impossible 2. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot of of script versus what was shot on the day. <laughs> and you're like, well, oh, I'm so glad they didn't use yep, that. Right. For yeah. ours, it's love. It's love based, like love, uh, like, like goofy talk, like between two people that are in love. And it's just awful. Oh, really? It's, it's just claptrap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, and, 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 you know, it is one of those things where they're kind of feeling it out on set and trying to find the right way to play it. And, um, and I think it works in the context here. Later in the scene, after she pulls it out, she says, am I done? And he says, yes, thank you. And it, her reaction is so strange because she's like, can I wash my hands now? And she's just, and then he's like, the new unit is much more efficient. This shouldn't happen again. And Pepper said, good, because it's not in my job description. And Tony says, it is now. And it's it's like, and then I, Pepper says, I don't suppose you want to go over things. And then Tony says, can it at least wait until I install my new untested groundbreaking self-contained power source and life-saving device prototype? Oh, my God. It, it, it's, it, it's like a first draft script of it is what it sounds like. So I'm grateful that, that they went in and, and, and really kind of rewrote it because I know they were rewriting as the days were yeah. shooting, you know, yeah. uh, throughout it. So I'm grateful that, I mean, now, you know, they've kind of got this Pixar sort of thing where they've got, you know, the, you know, factory sort of settings, if you will, 
of what works and what doesn't. And they've got a team of people that, that work on the script throughout pre-production and post and, and they're constantly changing things up. And, and like I said, I think it, it reminds me a lot of Pixar. So you don't get a lot of that sort of stuff in the scripts anymore. You get more of the playful banners that you had um, in, in, in the movies now that they created in yeah. this film. So, I mean, uh, this film really set the pattern for how the dialogue runs uh, throughout the rest of the the universe now. And it's true. There's very little ADR. Like, I don't remember. I'm sure there no, is. Yeah. Which is just always a sign of lazy writing because on the day because, you know, yeah. ADR is always like, ah, we forgot to tell him. Or you can't get the, or you can't get the. Well it, well, it depends. I mean, obviously, if it's a noisy set, then then sure. they need to do it. But no, but ADR is yeah. in as in yeah. someone in the background going, or, or, hey, that guy over there is alive because yeah. yeah, you missed right. the point of explaining that that yeah, guy's alive. That, when you're seeing them shooting the actors from behind. Yeah. Or, or, or it's a plot change, you know, that really adjusts things, you know, when they do a plot change. Like I talked about, I think we talked about that in Mission Impossible, one of our minutes where we they do a plot change because of something not working. So that's a throw in the ADR and the cut to somebody just listening to somebody talk. So you don't hear the other person talking. You don't get a lot of that in these Marvel movies. You get, you know, you see the people talking and every once in a while something cuts away to somebody else just listening. But it's not, 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 not very often anymore. I mean, in these earlier films you did, but you don't see that plot, plot ADR as like I like to call it. The only time you have it anymore. is in... Uh, Iron Man three, but that's the director's calling card is voiceover. It's not yeah. a trick. Yeah, exactly. Every movie he's ever, they've ever done is no. you know Shane Black always does. He's got that, voiceover so. to some degree in it. I look forward to talking about that movie yeah. one that these days. <laughs> Someday, <laughs> two years from now, <laughs> got to get through whole phase one first. Oi. Uh, toward the end of this one, we do have a, a wonderful exchange after uh, she gets everything fixed. And shocks him again, and uh, then he's got a great laugh, and she tells him, don't ever, 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 ever ask me to do anything like that ever again. And there's that really touching line that he has, but I don't have anyone but you. And again, it just goes to uh, their relationship. And I like that there's some subtext there. And he makes a face. He's like, he like there's no one but you. And then he's kind of like, like kind of like a, guess you're stuck with me. Yep. Yeah, it's. I love the little little lip curl. It's a very Robert Downey Jr. sort of expression that he does there. Yeah. I like him. Yeah, I like him a lot. Yeah, yeah, very much so. But it's good. I don't have anything else for this minute. What about you guys? Nope. No, I, I'm good on this minute. Do you guys want to uh, plug where you where people can find you again? Sure, Chris, go <laughs> plug it. Where can we find us? Uh, we can you find us at our Facebook page. The what is it? The Impossible yes. Mission Force. Is that correct? I, I can never remember these things. Guys, well, I never have you do these. Also <laughs> on Twitter. At, the right guy for the job. <laughs> I know. I can't do these things. I'm horrible at them. You got to send me a list of Just all these remember things. Them. I'll forget them. <laughs> um, we're also on Twitter. at. I got too much going on in life. Come on, man. <laughs> uh, also on, on Twitter at, at Minute Impossible. Uh, at Min Impossible. Yep. And uh, do we have we have an Instagram. We do have I've an Instagram. It. That's right. <laughs> God. I don't remember. Okay. Who. Okay. We have. I'm horrible at, at these things. It's very easy. Yeah. We're at Minute Impossible on Instagram. <laughs> at Min Impossible. M-I-N Impossible on Twitter. And our Facebook group, which is a listeners group, is the Impossible Minute Force. Go find it on Facebook. Uh, join us. I'll be inviting finding Andy tomorrow. i looking forward to it. i look forward to it. Well, that is it for today's show, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to the show for free over at marvelmovieminute.com. Join us over in our Discord chat room and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Next Reel. 
And if you like what we do and you want to support us and get some cool stuff, become a patron over at patreon.com slash the next reel. Until next time, true believers. Thank you.